Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 53 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premiere video game podcast. We survived a year. This is a year plus one episode. So here we are. This week, we have uh, the ability to play PlayStation games anywhere on the go. Anthem is shutting down PS4s involuntarily. Nintendo is bringing back the Virtual Boy, kind of. Xbox One digital console rumors gain momentum. The Vita is officially dead. We thought it was dead before. Classic Blizzard games are becoming more accessible. And the Octopath Traveler series is adding new titles to its franchise. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Cesar Concepcion II. That would be me. And no one, it's just us. Yeah, that's it. Yep, uh, uh, two amigos. Who we got? This bottle of isophoric alcohol. There's all kinds of shit on this table. And And connector, which could be his arms. That is the almighty USB to SATA, Mm -hmm. which has come, uh, come up big many times. And we'll just call it ISO. And we have ISO here. I'm down. Yep. Let's go. It's a table of three. Yep. All right. It's just the two of us. Michael couldn't make it. Russell couldn't make it. Just the two of us. We do that every time. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is our either our second or third solo episode with just the two of us. Because mm. I've had one-on-ones with everybody. Yep. At it's least like, it's like a bachelor point. date. Mm. You're not keeping up with The Bachelor? No. I've never watched The Bachelor. That's great ATV. It's never been. It's so good. I'll get you next season. I'll make you watch it. No. I, I mean, I've fallen asleep, fallen asleep with it on TV, and then I wake up like, what the fuck is this? And I change the channel, <laughs> and then I go back to sleep. So <laughs> so it puts you to sleep. I don't even remember it starting, so usually uh, the show before it does, which is what, Entertainment Tonight? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At 7.30. Um, I'm usually in my, my nap stage at 7.45 p.m. Nap stage. Yep. It's not your good night stage. Nah, because I I'll wake up at like nine or ten or something like that. And do what? Um, I usually fire up and play games after that. Oh, yeah. So I always need that power nap. But yeah, I always notice that when I, I wake up and I'm like I'm thirty minutes into people whining and then I realize <laughs> the bachelor. Yeah, that sounds or like slash the bachelor or the bachelor. Yeah. So and I usually just change the channel. Like, what the fuck is this? And I'll change it to whatever reruns of uh, that '70s show, and I'll fall back asleep for about another 15, 20 minutes. Wow, you yep. have a pattern down. Yep. It's always '70s show. It's the one that usually amuses me the most, so yeah. 70s show is funny to go back to because it was in that, uh, the, the the course of its seasons that it ran, it started off in the 4x3 stuff, and mm-hmm. then it ended up being in, you know, widescreen, high definition. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of date that. I mean, you could tell the actors and actresses, but you can kind of date the episodes based on the format that you watch it in. Yeah. Because you can't tell if uh, Jackie's with Kelso ever, so you never know. <sighs> yeah, I mean, that was the only one in the beginning. It's back and forth, and now they're married with kids and everything, yeah. so, hey. Something, TV show did its job, I guess. Something clicked. Wasn't there a That's 80s show for mm-hmm. a while? That 80s it's show? It's only 13 episodes. It only was like half a season, and they canceled it. I think I get it confused with Freaks and Geeks, because Freaks and Geeks was actually pretty good. Also 13 episodes, and it was canceled, yeah. You know the very specific episode runs of these shows. Uh, used to pertain because I worked in media and I used to ah, s- see a lot of this. That stuff. makes sense. Yeah, you'd read the back of the box art. Yep, it's it was better than just putting it on the shelf and and not knowing anything about the turning product. off my mind. Yeah, <laughs> just in case you had somebody come running up and say, "Hey, how many seasons are? How many episodes are there in Freaks and Geeks?" Thirteen. Thank you. Now I know. Mm-hmm. No one's half the battle. All right, we got any other random tangents? We usually do movies and TV. Mm, you watched no. Captain Marvel. I did. Thoughts? It was good. It was really good. I liked it a lot. It's um, it's definitely still. I, I don't know. It's 
it fits the MCU's origin story, but it kind of changes it up a little bit. It's not like in your face where somebody's trying to come to, it, they're trying to come to terms with themselves, but it's not like the whole movie. It doesn't have the stress of the weight of the galaxy on it the whole time. Uh, I don't, it it's, it's hard for me to describe. It was mostly, um, from, have you seen any of the trailers? Sort of. So whatever happens in the trailers is not what it seems in that movie. So, That's a good thing, because a lot of times trailers will give away more than they need to. The trailers paint it in this direction, but it actually didn't turn out that way. So, But it was it was good. It's, um, it was like a mis- uh, mystery, because she's, she's trying to figure out who she is. So, so the mystery, the origin story is the mystery? It plays out like that? Well, I mean, it kind of starts six years after she got her powers. So it's like, there's a reason why all of it takes place. It was... It's funny, I, maybe I enjoy it so much because, you know, I love RPGs and there's always that fucking um, person that has amnesia. Yep. And it's kind of like that type okay. of thing. So there's a reason why all of it's in there. I don't want to get into it. That but is a JRPG trope. So I, I've, I've watched it and it wasn't like the other Marvel movies where sometimes I look at my watch like, it's like, you know, you had that feeling going on. It, 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 it was perfectly balanced. Um, it flowed well. It's got, it's got great, story had great flow. Um, I didn't want. I didn't leave the movie theater wanting more. I didn't feel like I was overwhelmed. It was good. People are raving about the soundtrack. Were you a fan? Yeah. Oh yeah. The '90s tracks were great. We had we had Salt and Pepper, TLC, Hole. Uh, uh, you had us listening to some Hole yeah. <laughs> pre-production. Do 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 do. Had it stuck in my head still from last night. Nirvana. Um, these are all wins. Uh, good tracks, good two, tracks. Two REM tracks. Uh, Ooh. Man, Man on the Moon, and I forgot the other one. My favorite REM track is, uh, what's the frequency, Kenneth? Not that one. that one, no. Everybody Hurts? No, it definitely wasn't that one. Really? Like weird point in the movie. I don't know if it yeah. applies to the movie. I haven't <laughs> seen the movie. I just You're like, no, that doesn't fit the script. Duh. Yeah. I just I still got holes stuck in my head. Do 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 do. Did they play it more than one time? No, it was just the end credits. In there. Yeah, it oh, like, it's the end credits. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Nirvana and Hole back to back. It was a Nirvana and then Hole. As it should be. Yeah. Two all time greats. The the Nirvana track in that point in the story was pretty uh fucking genius. What song was what song did they sample from? Uh, Come as you are. Okay. That watery bass. And they had it playing on a record player too in that particular scene. Mm, they weren't quite out of completely out of fad in the nineties. So in the time period in here, without going into much detail, and I don't think it were in the story, is that the whole she gets her powers in nineteen eighty nine. And in that particular time when she returns to uh as you would knowingly love in it since the Guardians of the Galaxy to uh Terra. <laughs> They still call it Terra in there. Oh. Uh, or CF-53 is what they call it. That's the name of planet Earth. That's a model of tough book that we issue. Yeah. That's very Panasonic. Random. Panasonic CF-53. Um, <laughs> I saw one with a busted screen I yesterday. I think that's what it's called. And don't quote me on it. but <laughs> It's a tough book model. <laughs> it, after that, it takes place in 1995. Okay. Yeah. That's your six-year gap you're talking mm-hmm. about. All right. So you heard it here first. Cesar's review of Captain Marvel. He highly recommends. Listen to the it was good. on Spotify. It, I don't think it... It's not one of the best Marvel ones, but it was good. It's, it's good. definitely in the middle. It's, it fits along the terms of like the, the origin stories for like... Uh, I don't think it beats Iron Man. I don't think it beats Captain America, but I don't think it beats Thor, but it's there. Does it beat Iron Man 2? Oh, God, yeah. Oof. You sound like my coworker at work. He's like, did it beat, he's like, did it beat Iron Man three? I said, like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, man. Burned. 
He's like, if it was worse than Iron Man 3, he's like, I'm not watching it. Never saw Iron Man 3. I have no idea what the premise of it is. I was okay with Iron Man 3, but a lot of people hate Iron Man 3. Really? Yeah. All right. You ready to get on to news? We can. We have both tried this out. I didn't really add it to my games played, but I guess we can fuss, cuss, and discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a PlayStation event in China, I think, is where this came from. No, the China, the, the developers one, right? Yeah. They typically announce a lot of games. I don't usually see those games release. This was like a feature thing that came out. It was weird. Um, Apple released a app for PS4 Remote Play. Yeah. So this had been in Android beta for a while. For Xperia phones. Certain Xperia phones. Certain Xperia phones. Xperia so not Xperia. like Google. I'm thinking of Steam. Steam has been out for, for Google Play, like beta. It was on iOS, but then they shut it down, remember? Yep. It was weird. The reason behind that was, I found this in an article. I wish I had. Uh, most of our news tonight is going to come from The Verge, by the way. But the reason the Steam one didn't get approved by Apple is that you could access their store through that Steam link. They uh, did, yeah. But you can access the PlayStation store through the, the remote play. Yeah. So anyways, this is coming from The Verge. Uh, PS4's remote play update now lets you stream to iOS devices. You have to have version 6.50, the console's firmware. And a, what is the iOS stipulation? That pissed off a lot of people because I think it was 12. Yeah, iOS, I saw 11 somewhere, maybe not. This article does not say exactly what it is. You have to have an iPhone 7 or a 6th generation iPad or later to use it. Uh, Another big thing that we discovered was you could use the MFI controllers, which I bought one last year for... Um, Apple TV? Yep, for Apple TV. We were playing the Sky, that, that game company. We were playing their Sky build that they put mm-hmm. out in that uh, test test flight program. So uh, you had some experience with the remote play. I did too. You want to cover yours? You were playing with the... Oh, you were playing uh, Phoenix Wright. So the yeah. controller support wasn't too essential for you. Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah, it requires 12.1 or later. <laughs> Oh, God. So the latest iOS version. Yeah, I remember a lot of people were bitching about that because they were like, great, I guess I won't be using it. Are you on the public beta on yours? No, is it out yet? I have it on both devices. Yeah, I'm running 12.2 on both. And it works It works fine. I'm waiting for 13. <laughs> so I did. You don't, I don't do betas, only do alphas. Mm-hmm. So I did. A, I played some Spyro here at the house, and it was flawless. Like It was perfect. We're both streaming on a PS4 Pro, so we get the 1080p option on remote play. Yeah, 1080p. And, and the high frame rate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then at work, on my lunch break, actually, in the Wendy's drive-thru, I was streaming Spyro. And it was, I had a couple hitches in frame rate. Is that on the um, jetpack? Uh, this was on a Verizon jetpack yeah. with an uh, iPad. And I just kind of had it propped up with my case and was trying it so out. So even then, it had some hiccups on the jetpack? It had some hiccups on the jetpack, but it was it was right after I started the connection. Have okay. you noticed that with yours? Some, well, if I do it from a said location that has nothing to pertain to my job. Um... I do notice that. Right off the rip? Yeah. And then it evens out, right? Correct. Okay. So that was my experience. And I had a couple frame rate drops just panning the camera around on Spyro. I was like, let's. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to spin the camera around and see what it does. I didn't think about that because I've done only the, the Phoenix Wright, which is 2D, and which wouldn't be a... I probably wouldn't but it was easy for you to play with the on-screen controls that way, right? Yeah. I mean, I happened to be playing Phoenix Wright anyway, so I was like... Perfect. Yeah. I went through and I, I played a um, couple of days on there. Did you play in? So if you play in landscape mode, it puts the it overlays the controller over your mm-hmm. screen. Yeah. If you play it in portrait mode, it puts it at the bottom and kind of separates them, almost like a DS. Yeah. So which way were you? Which way uh, were you playing? Uh, was it horizontal? You were playing landscape mm-hmm. with the uh, controllers over it. Yeah. Which, which well, isn't yeah. which isn't important in a game like Phoenix, right? Yeah. So I mean, you only need to know uh, the directional buttons and X. 
in the circle. <laughs> and you saw we can we can change circle next now. And we're not monsters anymore. You can switch it back and forth. Yeah, we can live like the Japanese do now. What games always threw me off? Final Fantasy VII always threw me off, and Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. makes you confirm with Circle mm-hmm. and back with X. Uh, so, is there anything else from this? You have to have an MFI gamepad, and that's what I was using. We both have the Steel with, Series Nimbus without the clickable or no uh, click sticks. Well, they got a, a click stick version of it, but I, I saw it was garbage on Amazon. That Rito mm. Roto control is for like drones and stuff. Is M is an MFI one? Some but somebody had written a review on it. It says it does have an R three ah. L three, but it says it's not like a a true one. It's the only controller that has it. It just recently came out. I couldn't find another one that had it. So I didn't realize this. I'm kind of playing with that uh, that Nimbus Steel series, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I think it clicks. You just can't hear it. So I actually fired up a, a round of Apex, and um, I had a Bluetooth headset connected to my mm-hmm. iPad and both the both the guys I'm playing with ended up being two dudes uh, they both have mics and one guy's taunting me the whole time he's like I see you have a mic why don't you talk why don't you talk and I'm, I'm in the break room at work yeah. I'm not saying anything so I start turning down he's like man this game sucks if nobody communicates <laughs> and I wanted to say hey the ping system's there for a reason you know yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like both you guys have mics. Nobody's fucking saying anything. Somebody say something. He's like taunting us the whole yeah. time. Is that right? I heard the other guy eventually say something, but uh, so usually uh, somebody always comes on there like chill, dude. You know, <laughs> like calm down. Yeah. So when I was playing this, this was real spotty connection. I don't know what happened on this. It was real frazzled. The resolution was maybe three sixty p. Like it was, it was ugly shit. Same jetpack. No. Okay. And I was in a different location. I had moved. Location that cannot be named. Correct. And it was a it was a stronger signal, but it was a worse connection. I don't know if you know this well, is new. I didn't really have time to troubleshoot it. It's probably because I mean, how many people were on that that certain device? There weren't a lot on that device. Really? I think it was the proximity of me and the device in correlation with a cellular tower. Okay. It was not ideal scenario versus me and the Wendy's drive-through, <laughs> which is apparently. A ideal scenario because spiral was flawless. Yeah, outside of the frame rate drops from here and there. So uh, we're in the plane, right? We're in the uh, we're in the thing, and I'm never the jump master. How many rounds do you play with me? And I'm never the fucking jump. Like well, I don't it, I don't it, have the achievement. It always fucking lead, it labels you as a jump master, but never gives it to you. Right, yeah. it's never me. So I'm the fucking jump master. And as soon as we're in the plane, all I hear is Yo, relinquish, relinquish, relinquish. <laughs> I'm like, oh god. So I just hold down circle and let it go. I'm like, whatever. I'm just. These guys don't even know I'm just testing this out, so yeah. I'm not actually playing around. So here we go. You know, crazy music's pumping. Mm-hmm. We got our smoke trails coming down. We land, and I immediately, it's its not playing well. The remote play is spotty at best. Mm-hmm. I go to sprint, and those buttons do not click. There's no sprint ability. Yeah. So for a game like Apex, uh, my coworker mentioned in Fortnite, you can't squat, or there's one other thing you can't do. Maybe it's build. You might start the build with in Fortnite. So you can't do that with that Nimbus Steel series. So there's some... Did you try doing the R3, L3 on the screen? I did not. I had the... uh, As soon as I get my controller connected and I get the game booted up, I minimize that screen. I just play like I'm on a TV. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the visible one? Like, you know, the visible controller? I get rid of it. Because you just double tap it and just... It goes away. That's unfortunate. Hey, kinks. They'll work it out. I think... With, with everybody think, going with the streaming stuff, they're going to end up adding DualShock support. It's going to be it, it's just going to be Apple letting go of that Bluetooth because apparently their Bluetooth compatibility is like super strict. 
they're not just going to allow anything to connect to it. That's why they have this whole MFI setup, you know? Yeah, I'm thinking when I was looking at that R3 and L3, the clickable ones, I think you had to go through um, uh, Lightning to use it. That's you had to keep it hardwired to yeah. the, yeah. So that's not ideal either. How was your experience with uh, with remote play? Outside of, um, depending on the connection, because the one I've used had, uh, which surprisingly was real shitty, was a 4.5 meg download speed. And it surprisingly stayed on a lot better than it did with the when I did it with Vita or PC. Right. So. I had one great experience with Vita probably four years ago playing mm -hmm. the first Destiny. It was flawless. It was like I was in front of my machine. Yeah. Perfect frame rate, everything. I couldn't believe it. That was by the airport. Yeah. Should go back. That's a good spot. I know the exact hill. I could go back there it's and like play Destiny Remote Play. 50 access points over there. Basically. Yeah. That might have been why it was so great. So, uh, did you play anything besides Phoenix Wright? Because not knocking Phoenix Wright, but it's not super graphic. No, because I don't have my... I ordered the controller as soon as they... Yeah. I was reading on the, you know, the... The, the Play Store on the reviews, like, yeah, the MFI controllers worked, and then I looked and I ordered one. Yeah. And so my controller actually doesn't uh, come in until tomorrow, so I okay. think all I actually fired up was just Phoenix Wright, because I knew I could do the visual novels. Yeah. Um, Give it a go. It's not the controller's fault, and there's not a whole lot of games that use the clicking well, thing. It's I just going to be a matter of figuring out which one. I'll be okay, because, you know, most of my games I play are, like, RPGs, and it's, it's not gonna, I don't, there's not many games I use that uses that feature. Does Dragon Quest click the sticks in on anything? No idea. I don't think so. That hey, would be a Michael question. The options are there. It's nice to have. Um, speaking of PS4, while we're on the PS4 news, the, mm -hmm. it was kind of leaking a couple weeks ago, but Anthem was crashing some PS4s. Like One of the podcasts I was listening to, it was a like a constant thing that he was encountering. Mm -hmm. And not just a crash like knock you out of the game. It's turning off PS4s. Yeah. Not just turning off PS4s, but the extra hateful... PS4 message of like you didn't shut down properly. Rebuilding database. So it's that. When I was like, you dumb bitch, turn me off properly. Yeah, do it the right way. It's like the Mr. Resetty of PlayStation. Oh god, that's a great example. Uh, this is also from PS4 or from PS4 from The Verge. Bioware's online gaming boss Chad Robertson has officially tweeted the team has successfully identified several causes why some consoles might be crashing and will fix some of those issues in a patch next week. Uh, but also Robertson said that even today, Bioware seen no indication that Anthem has ever bricked the console. So they do come back. You just have to go through that bullshit, like, five to eight minute startup process. I know mm -hmm. mine takes forever when I have to do it. I and use, it's usually a power event. Yeah, I usually just power it on and walk away. Because yep. it's going to sit there and scan your external hard drive. If you have an external hard drive on there, it takes forever. Oh, it does the external also? Okay, mm -hmm. I don't have one Because they'll come up and like, oh, now these games are installed. Error. Great. And then it's like you have to let it scan through and repair the whole external hard drive. It's a... Uh, it's it can be a pain. Microsoft led the way with that with the external storage thing. Mm -hmm. It took a while for PlayStation to do it, and the ease of just plugging something in and having it format on the Xbox is super convenient. Yeah, I just forget. You know, mine is like super loud, so I unplug it every once in a while. I'll just forget sometimes. I'm surprised we haven't heard it tonight. No, no, don't feel bad. I mean, my Xbox, the one I have on the Xbox is loud. The one I have on the PlayStation, that's even louder. Yeah, I'm sitting. It is what it is. Yeah. that's the world we live in. I mean, they're. They're movable parts. They're going to make noise. It's not like a, a fucking solid state in there. So uh, Let's skip while we're talking about storage and Microsoft devices and all that. Let's skip that Nintendo story and go to the discless Xbox One S. We've brought this up a couple times. This is another Verge story. Um, they're actually reporting on a Windows Central report. And it was another leak from the Brad Sams guy from mm -hmm. Throat.com. 
And uh, he had mentioned that Xbox One S, like, uh, you know, optical drive-less console will be announced. But it's apparently even sooner than we thought it was going to be. They thought it was going to be part of the next gen, right? Next gen or, you know, an E3 type of announcement. But apparently it's going to be announced in April for release in May. And the article goes on to say it'll be maybe two hundred dollars, maybe sub two hundred dollars. One fifty be great. That probably get um. One fifty is a no brainer, especially if it comes with the controller. Yeah. I mean, that's a Fortnite box for a lot of people. I see the that's the, an Apex box. I see that a lot of like the the mock-ups on there. I hope it's something smaller. It's not like a sealed off uh, CD-ROM. I mean, like like a one S body, but with no optical drive in it. Well, I mean, if you get rid of the optical drive. You can probably shrink the motherboard, get rid of that whole left side, and it probably can just be like a smaller box. How about so. your storage? Then what are you going to do for your data storage? Are you putting a SATA in there? Or are you going to do a? I mean, it's a standard laptop hard drive, anyways. Right, so, but if you yeah. put a solid state or something, it's going to be it's going to drive up the cost. Yeah, it's not going to be solid state. It'll, I think they can maybe make it a little bit taller and put a. I don't know. We'll see. If you're going all digital, you cannot put a 500 gig hard drive in this thing. Uh, it's well, got to be a terabyte. Mm, I think it'll be fine. They'll probably encourage people to uh, use an external, if need be. So you're going with two hundred dollars controller. No, no, one fifty. You're going with one fifty mm-hmm. controller. Mm-hmm. Game Pass trial. Mm-hmm. Gold trial. Mm-hmm. No external or no five hundred gig internal. Did I say that mm-hmm. one? You said uh, no. I- can't remember. We 500 gig internal yeah. storage. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Is that your main and a smaller I, yeah, form factor? Yeah, I see them going with a terabyte. Any free game they might throw in there or anything? No, Game Pass. They're going all in on yeah. Game Pass. There's no point in a free game. They want you to invest in Game Pass. Uh, this is from The Verge. Codename Xbox Maverick. Details on the diskless console appeared in November. Microsoft is also rumored to be creating Talk an on. option to ship this diskless console with games pre-installed. So new Xbox owners can choose the games they want installed before the console ships. So I'm sure that'll be like a Microsoft Store type benefit. Almost like their Xbox Lab thing they do for controllers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. So if somebody doesn't... Well, I mean, if this is a disk list, then you would require to have an internet connection. So I don't know. Yeah, what do you do with that? Yeah. I mean, you... Ha- I want Fortnite, but my internet's not strong enough to... I wouldn't be surprised if those things come pre-installed with Fortnite or... Um... Apex and stuff like that installed in there already. There had been a rumor, I think we talked about this in an earlier show, where it was going to be a Fortnite skew, like a special Fortnite edition. Mm-hmm. So it may, those may be one and the same. It's like you said, it's a Fortnite box. If you can get it sub $200, you'll sell them, you know. Fortnite box, uh, this article mentions Sea of Thieves box, Crackdown 3 box. Uh, we know it's automatically a Just Cause box, except for the first Just Cause. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Major Nelson, know. if you listen to our podcast, make it. Give us the just cause we deserve. And then we'll tweet Max Payne 3 when you announce it. That's <laughs> coming. So hopefully we'll know more about that pretty soon. It's exciting. Yeah. Sad edition. Sad edition. Where did the sad acronym come from? Uh, Xbox One S All Digital. One S All Digital Sad. <laughs> I was thinking because they have One S, they have One X. This will just be, they'll drop the E and it'll just be the Xbox On. That's what they'll call it. Mm, sad edition. Uh, moving on for new hardware, Nintendo announced a Labo VR kit for the Switch. It looks like Wally. It looks like Wally slash Virtual Boy. I don't know. Those color schemes look like Wally. Go back to the yellow. Up there. In the sad face eyes. Yep, I see it. It kind of looks like the Google Cardboard. It's the same. You know, it's the mm-hmm. same premise. I mean, it's like any other VR thing that you 
you can build quickly and just fold over. I remember right after the Switch was announced, they showed off some like pending, pending patents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And one of the drawings was of a, a you know, Switch slide in there. Mm-hmm. The Switch is kind of heavy, though. How, how are they going to be able to support, you know what, all these marketing pictures? If you look at their press release, they're holding it with two hands. Yeah. They're not even going to come out here and say that, yeah. The Joy-Cons are probably required. Yeah. So there's two SKUs for this VR kit. Uh, the first one's $80 and comes with six different cardboard kits to build, mm-hmm. including VR goggles, a blaster, a camera, and an elephant. How much you want to bet one of them is going to be a submarine game? <laughs> oh, God, Steel Diver. Yeah. For those looking to spend a bit less, there's a basic starter kit that includes the goggles and blaster for $40. Additional accessories like the elephant can be purchased late in $20 sets. The kits will include Labo software, which features mm-hmm. games, step-by-step instructions, and the garage mode for building your own Labo creations. Um, so I had purchased the first Labo thing that came out, and after watching some videos, determined it was a little too advanced for my young family. Like, we were not going to get out of it what I, I had kind of envisioned us. Hope for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is still in that 9 to 12, you know, type range, I think, building with kids. So, listeners, if you all have children that age, I think this might be the perfect type thing. Especially if, um, I mean, we've been talking about the greatness of VR for quite a while. If you already have a Switch, it's kind of a no-brainer to jump in there at 40 bucks and see what it's like. If you don't have a smartphone device or Google Google uh, Smart Glass to try Smart Glass. <laughs> Xbox Smart Glass. Fuck Smart Glass. I tried to play Fable 2 with that shit, or no, Fable man. Anniversary with mm-hmm. that. Hello Lens. The only thing you're missing from there is a web browser from that store so people can use that. And go straight to it and download the other type games. <laughs> the other game, the other stuff people would actually use it for probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh god labo greatness oh yeah. do you have any interest in this vr setup sir oh uh, not for 80 dollars how about the 40 dollar one just to get in and, and see what it's all about mm, nah. i mean i barely played the vr one that i already own and paid 300 dollars for so yeah i'm like and then i'm gonna pay any more dollars for this one right and it doesn't have the VR web browser again. i've been <laughs> mentioning it it doesn't have the web browser cheese skill <laughs> we gotta let the web browser go all right, so Nintendo kind of swung and missed with the Virtual Boy. Do you think this will set? Here we go. Over under on sales for Labo VR. Is it going to outsell the Virtual Boy? Yes. Gunpei Yokoi's last Nintendo contribution. His last hurrah, it will. His last hurrah was the Wonder Swan. Or the game. Gunpei game. Mm-hmm. Did he design that and then roll out? He, he, he died before it came out, remember? They finished it for him. He was developing it at the mm-hmm. time. I thought it was just an obvious. Yeah, that weird car crash is how he died, right? Hopefully so. Someone had a flat tire and he pulled over to a system and was struck by another vehicle. Mm. Gunpei Yokoi. Nintendo one of Nintendo's finest engineers. Alright, so no interest on the Labo VR. Do you I mean, think it will outsell the virtual boy? I'm yes. gonna go with yes. Yeah. Labo seems to be doing pretty well. Uh, people that get them, build them, and end up throwing them away, but they are building them and experiencing it. So and that's what it's for. I mean, then you can repurpose yeah. the cardboard if you want. I just the problem is I just don't have. Oh, man, I just don't have enough room for that. <laughs> we shit. already have shit everywhere, and we're unpacking things we mm. want to keep out of the cardboard. We don't need to build things out. I mean, of we cardboard. we finally got video game companies killing off consoles and not replacing them with the successors. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> this is a great. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love my V and I love my 3DS, but holy yeah. fucking shit, I mean... Let it go. I'm constantly buying... I mean, I fucking bought the Kirby game that came out today. I did forgot you? I ordered it, and it came in today. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I did. I bought it when that was Walmart. Price and Wars were on Amazon. Walmart Wars. Yeah, it was like... I think I paid $23 for Which it. Which Kirby game is this? The Wii one. Epic Yarn? Mm-hmm. 
That was a uh, quirky little game. And I think the missus and I played it. It was a little. It's a. It's a entry level game. I might get the girls to play that when I try it out. Would that be the last Nintendo one? I don't think they have anything else announced for it this year, right? Yokai Watch. Have all those come out? Well, uh, yeah. Yokai Watch has already come out. The last so is that it? Three. Is it the sun setting on 3DS? I mean, the only the no last ports? the last one they got is Persona in June. Remember Atlas? They're like they restocked that uh sixty nine dollar one. Like this is it. You better get it. We're not restocking this. Better jump. Yeah. We're not getting any more. So I, I don't this think they have anything. The, I think this is it. There's no, none of the directs where they said there was more 3DS stuff coming. I think this might be it. We already knew this was the last year mm-hmm. of 3DS. We just didn't know kind of how they would how it would go out. I, well, I think the I think they'll come out with that portable Switch though to replace it, the cheaper one. Switch 2DS. Something like a lower quality, like a lower entry, lower quality, lower lower entry Switch. Yeah, I think so. I was in a local video game retailer today. That's failing miserably you saw the stock thing plummet mm-hmm. worst stock number since 2005 mm-hmm. that's right about the time i came on board and helped uh, increase stock so when um stuff <laughs> previous to the barnes and nobles purchase yeah i think it was yeah the merger the great merger that destroyed the company and I was then with. The, the spinoff <laughs> oh god and the acquisition of think geek Anyways, this store had a massive 3DS section, so mm-hmm. I think it's still, you know, I don't know how much of that is pre-owned sales and DS games. Still have a shit ton of DS games in there, but it's not new stuff, so that's not going into this pocket. It's playable on 2DS, so I mean, yeah. at some point, once that 3DS goes away, all those will go away. Right. So. They're hanging in there, though. I've never remembered a generation like 360, PS3, Wii... Uh, DS, I've never seen a generation's hold on like they have, especially mm-hmm. in retail spaces. You could still find those games in, in Walmart and such. Or Five Below. Five Below gets them a lot. Have mm. you seen anything there recently? I haven't been there recently. Usually the only time I stop by Five Below is during um, the great weekends of the Thanksgivings. Oh, they have good stuff in there? I usually just go for the... That was a good place to get Skylanders for a while yeah. when we were collecting Skylanders. I think I ended up with the Wii version just to pick up the like a Bowser Figures or Donkey or Kong was, or whatever the exclusive that. figure was. Yeah. Then I looked at myself in the mirror like, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing with my life? I have kids. At least I have an excuse. Yeah, I have a grown-ass man with figurines everywhere. I'm like, nah, this has got to stop. So I'm like... This ends now. Yeah. I threw it in a box somewhere and, for, and then somewhere. It's part in the attic. Speaking of pulling stuff out of the attic and big boxes, old PC games are coming back on GOG. It's yeah. kind of what they're known for. But the uh, big news here is that games. it's uh, Blizzard games are coming out on good old games. No the first one being Diablo. No longer locked behind that uh, Blizzard net, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time um, somebody was saying this is the first time Diablo has been available digitally on any storefront type thing. It was, mm-hmm. It's always I, been in that Diablo box where it came with Diablo 2, remember? Yeah. We used to sell those a lot. My first, you know, I spoke earlier in the year, last year, about Diablo 3 playing it on Switch and it being my first experience outside of the first Diablo because mm-hmm. Russell and I did not like this game. We had a burnt copy for Mac that said Diablo at the top on a Maxwell, Maxell, CDR? Maxwell. Maxwell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the then, guy in the chair like this. Yep, that's him. Yeah. He's flying. And then on the bottom it said, do not play online. So whatever hack, ROM we had, yeah. it was like it would be flagged if you went online with it, so... We didn't really get Diablo back then, but hey, they've also announced that one of Russell and I's favorite all-time games, Warcraft, Orcs and Humans, is going to be one of the next games. Second Saturn exclusive. That was Warcraft 2, and I have that with all the cheat codes and no case. I have a generic case. There we go. (laughs) So uh, this is pretty cool that Blizzard's working with GOG to bring this old stuff out. I figured it would launch out of their launcher, but this is good stuff. Maybe one day. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Blizzard goes down and start doing like a service ba- services type one, like kind of like yeah. EA Play or something like that. Yeah, and it'll just have all their stuff in it, mm-hmm. the, like the EA Access Origins. And I mean, they just yeah, Origins Access. What's that called? EA Access. Origin. No, they have like Origin Origins. Premiere, Origin Deluxe. Yeah, it's Origins, and I think it's like EA Access on Origins, and then whatever they have with their. Uh, I can't keep track of all. This I shit. thought about doing that with all the PC stuff I have, and uh, I was like, man, I'm, I've already got too many subscriptions. I, I don't keep up with this. I think stuff. you'd be better off just waiting until um, Microsoft fixes up their Game Pass for PC. Yep. And, and it's it coming. May, I think it's coming soon. It makes more sense for you because then you have both devices so you can get more of your month, uh, money's worth out of it so they're teasing uh we didn't put this in the news but microsoft's teasing a inside xbox show for next mm-hmm. week and they're saying master chief collection is going to have a big update so yeah. I, a lot of people are speculating that's pc somebody had posted it somewhere i read that, that it's coming to pc so man i've got a uh, looking at my pc over there that big box at the top is halo 2 for vista mm-hmm Easter. I tried like hell to get that thing to run, and it will not run. It's notorious for being a booger to try to get going. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to play pretty... Like, I watched the videos and stuff off the CD. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to play pretty well. God, I'm mm-hmm. craving some Halo, man. We gotta beat Halo 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's Blizzard Games coming to GOG.com. Diablo mm-hmm. is $10 right now. Warcraft mm-hmm. 1 and 2 are coming up next. Your command. You can actually play Warcraft for free on... Um, just like a, it'll uh, there's a browser. I think it's ClassicGames.com. Mm-hmm. It just launches DOSBox in the um, in the browser. But all my cheat codes work. The like box or like DOSBox, like German the box. The box. <laughs> the box. DOSBox. 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 <laughs> and uh, but I got it to do that, and all the cheat codes came right back to me. Like pot of gold for unlimited gold and timber, mm-hmm. and like quick building was a uh, hurry up guys. I don't remember any of this. Fog of War will take away the fog of war around the... Mm-hmm. It just came back to me all of a sudden. That is a good-ass game. Good sound. Like, I think it was back in the day. I wasn't super into PC stuff, but what I can recollect, like, this was when you would buy a sound card to get, like, CD-quality sound out of the game, that kind of stuff. I remember because when I had my PC back in the day, I had to purchase a sound card. You had to purchase a sound mm-hmm. card so that you could get the most out of the game. Otherwise, you were just kind of getting a... I had a video card. It was an old HP Pavilion. It's where I played uh, Unreal Tournament and... Half-Life? Was this the origin no, of the Half-Life? Half-Life was the first machine. No, this was a this was a, a market. This was a consumer-based PC that I bought and upgraded. Yeah. It's when I was working at Kmart. This was in 12th grade. It's when Kmart was still around. <laughs> Damn now, if you had this asked me the same question last year, it's like, this is when Kmart was available in Stockbridge. <laughs> um... I think when I was in college and I started going to school for IT, that's when I built my first PC. And then that's the one where I got like 15 games for free and Half-Life was one of them. And I sat there and I boot through Half-Life 2 that weekend. It was great. I, I think I remember this PC. I think I remember you owning this PC mm-hmm. when you were in school. It's still in, in a garage somewhere. So, yeah. yeah. Break it back out. Hell no. There was a great article on PC Gamer. I read it today. Uh, this guy wanted to play Half-Life. Mm-hmm. Like he remembers it. Like they got a Pentium... Uh, PC, Adele, you know, one of those packaged ones, like Christmas 98, I think. Oh, God, was it Pentium 3 with the green on there? Yep, that's it. <laughs> I remember those three green lights. And, the, like, they threw away the stock mouse and bought the mm. Microsoft Intella mouse, which I didn't know they were making a new version of. That's pretty cool. Yep. There's only one, and there's surprisingly a lot of people in my job that request them. Really? Mm-hmm. There's only one brand of that available, yeah. And they have the lockdown on that Intella mouse. Mm-hmm. So he was going, he, just some of the notes that, you know, how we are about game preservation and playing games the way they're meant to be played and all, mm-hmm. you know, how we yeah. enjoy that kind of stuff as a podcast. Guys, if you listen to us, you already know that about us. 
but he was saying how refreshing it was like when I'm on here trying to play a PC game, there's 50 other things I can do. I can pull up a browser. I can chat with y'all online. There's mm-hmm. like, there's constant distractions. Start I can pull up YouTube TV. Yep. Start up your study profile to study for the thing you're going to want to study for and then not actually do it. Exactly. Yeah. That, it's one of my favorites. Yep. It's probably a tab right YouTube, now. like, I wonder how this tells game ended. Yep. That's how I usually am. And then listen to tells music for the rest of the day. I'm like, how did this even happen? So the, what, what the author was doing is he couldn't get a hold of his PC, so right. he found one on uh, eBay or something and got it got it shipped to him for a good uh, he paid a good price for it but it was his exact model yeah he's like man you pop this CD in fire it up and it's just that game and it's just dedicated to that game so instead of it being like something that you're doing also on the machine mm-hmm. that's your that's your portal that's all you're doing portal's not a valid joke on that one <laughs> but like you're you know what I mean like it's one purpose is to do that game yeah. you're not doing anything else with it it's yeah, that's what you bought it it's for. It's just a different yeah. era. It's kind of like consoles now. You know, you have all these different things you can yeah. do. You can watch people stream. You can stream Spotify versus a 64. <sighs> Pop in that cartridge, you're in there. And what's funny is that I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil this for you and spoil this for everybody. There, there is a bit, and we just reminded me, because remember this Captain Marvel takes place in 1995. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of... Um, Shambled in between computers on there, like a lot of the bullshit we used to see. Yeah, like DSL lines just disconnecting randomly. Excellent. That's in there. Excellent. There's one was like, we gotta listen to this recording. They top, they put a CD-ROM in there, and it just starts loading slowly. And she's like, what, what's happening? She's like, we're waiting for the CD to load. I'm like, what? It literally took like a whole minute. They yes. just sent her watching it loading on the screen. It was just like a one like little wave file. It was only like, 30 seconds. Yes. <laughs> Man, there was a guy down the street. He had uh, we just had dial up, and he had that base base DSL, mm-hmm. and he would download Nirvana bootlegs for me, and he would fire it up, and it'd be ready like two weeks later. He's like, "Man, I finally finished. I got it on a CD for you." Oh hell yeah! It would yeah. take forever. The Force fifty six K was it like twenty eight point eight or something like that? Half the bonds. Yep. I'm back in the day, baby. I used to bootleg music back then too. It would take probably on the fifty fifty six K would take all nine to get a full album. So it was like two hundred megs, one ninety two. Depend on what kind of torrent you can get a hold of. No, I was using uh, was it I don't condone. I don't condone Napster or pre Napster. Privacy, uh, privacy, privacy. Stolen music, but whatever. Um, when I did it back in the day, We're talking I, twenty years ago. Well, there was a point on there. I never used Napster. I never used any of those. I had AOL. There was someone had shown me there. You go into these AOL chat rooms. There's bots that run the chat rooms. Mm-hmm. So you use command lines that are similar, like in Linux. You get lists and the bots that serve the the media would you get? They'll send you a list, and this is what they had. And you say, "All right, get this," and then you'll start downloading it directly from AOL. Out of the chat room? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. And then one day, I remember because I went in there and AOL shut everything down one day. So, but that's a legit thing. I went in there and I used to just get lists. They'll list out all the music they have, and it was like a music chat room. They had one for movies. They had one for games. I think I downloaded. Crazy to me. I downloaded my Shimu two from there. The European An one. ISO? Mm-hmm. God, how long did that take? Um, by yeah, forever. And did you have hard drive space for it? Yeah, 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 yeah. The HP I had at the time was sixty gigs. So that's massive for that time period. What was funny is I had to sit there and upgrade that to uh, Windows XP because it it shipped with Windows two thousand. If you remember, <laughs> Millennium. No, 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 not two thousand. Two thousand had to put on there. It was fucking Millennium Edition. Which was bullshit because when that operating system crashed, it was not GUI based. So it'll just uh, load up a DOS and it'll just have F disk. And you're like, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, 
Oh god! I learned how to reinstall the fucking computer that way, man. Oh, just, god. just trying to navigate it and just do command line because there was no GUI to reinstall Win, uh, Windows Millennium Edition. They didn't introduce a GUI for installation. I think until um, two thousand. Till two thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh god! When I remember putting two thousand there, it's like, oh, this is it. It was like three clicks. I was like, fuck yeah! I'm sitting there like, I'm in the future. Yeah, I'm like going through FDS. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? List volume. Yeah, list volume. Let's <laughs> uh, change drive. I'm like, oh god. You gotta get to change, the ex- change directory. Yeah, to get to the executable, you find the executable, and kick it off, and then just it was bad. Millennium, so and Millennium, Millennium Edition was garbage. So there was times it would just fucking kill and just break randomly. You didn't even do any like uh, operating system upgrades or anything like that. It'll just you just power it on and just like oh f this, blinking. We're in a new era, sir. Mm-hmm. We're in the glory days. So talking about playing. Um, Diablo and Half-Life on a original hardware kicked mm. us all the way off into that. All right, let's wrap up news with this is coming from NintendoEverything.com. Octopath Traveler sells 1.5 million copies. New console game in the works. Keep thinking about the James Bond movie every time you see Octopath. Then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Octopath Traveler will also continue beyond the mobile title, so it's getting a sequel. That's in development currently, but mm-hmm. there's also a mobile title coming that is a prequel. Yeah, they said it was going to be a while for that uh, sequel to come out. So, Which is cool. I mean, they're going to do something with that engine, it seems I mean, like. that one that came out came out pretty quickly in my eyes. Yeah. So I, the engine's already done. I mean, I, I hope my only complaints, and I can't really talk about this game because I haven't played it at all, but from what I've seen in the reviews on there, is that the, the whole story is not cohesive when everybody's joined together. So right. That's my... I think that's what really turned me off that game. So I read in an article, it's not this Nintendo Everything one, I wish I could quote it, but it's the prequel that's going to be on mobiles, mm-hmm. it, it or mobile devices, it's going to wrap up each story, each character's story. Okay. So it's gonna they're learning and they're taking feedback from reviews in the first game and things like that. Which so. is cool, because that's all I asked for. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, it used to be, you know, they made this game, they popped up there, and it was, it was done, but it seems like a lot of these people are, are listening to their... Yeah, you, base and you like, want okay. your stories to tie together. Yeah, people I are mean, expecting with a with a throwback JRPG of this pedigree, you don't want these loose characters and nothing tying them together. It's just amazing. They just don't go back and remake Final Fantasy one through six on this engine. In that same engine, mm-hmm. what they call it, like HD sprites or something. Mm-hmm. They marketed the two like yeah. D HD or two D like HD. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. It's a cool look, man. I, Octopath is one of the few Switch first party games I have not picked up. Surprised they didn't remake Final Fantasy 4 in there, and the thing's been remade like 75 times. Yeah. I want to get 3 and 4 out of that clunky DS, the weird, pointy I feet. I just want to play 3. That's the only game I haven't beaten in the three? Final, Fantasy series. Final Fantasy series. Excuse me. Yeah. You didn't like it, or the I just, system threw you off? or I don't know. I just never powered through it. I've beaten every other Final Fantasy game. I, I lied. I think I didn't get that far in 2. Uh, 2 is a different animal. Yeah, I didn't get that far because it was that you didn't level up and it's all based off the attributes you did in the game. So mm-hmm. if you attacked more, your attack power went up. If you blocked more, mm-hmm. you, your defense went up. And it was just... You just had to remember who did what and kind of spam that system. It's, I don't think I had time for that even then because I had originally when I played it, I had it on the Game Boy Advance SP and it was that one and two, which was with Dawn of Souls. Souls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've beaten one on there and that's the only time I've ever beaten Final Fantasy 1. I, I remember jumping into two and I'm just like... I, Lost interest quickly. Yeah, I was given a chance, and I knew it was different. And but I was like, eh. but then we watched that that retro recap on that too, and that story seemed great. So. The guy had us like ready to run out and do it immediately. Yeah, remember? It's like people actually died in this game. I was like, oh yep. fuck! I was like, 
I didn't think they started that until way. You remember later. when you had to sit there and you ran into like family members and you had to like try to figure out how you explain to them like, yeah, your your dad's not coming back, you know? He fucking sacrificed himself so I can survive, you know. That was a good series. I need to watch that guy's stuff some more. Yeah, that retrospective was what great. What was his name? Do you remember? Can um, you give him a shout out? Dark Theory, but they were you named the channel That's to it. something else. That's it, because he joined anymore. he joined up with somebody. Yeah. It was something well because it, it, it was more than just uh the games. They wanted to do something that combined and everything, if I remember correctly. So. Like more media and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's all I got for news. You got anything you want to add in there? We just got to get to that Vita one, too. Vita. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Vita's dead. Where's that story? <laughs> I thought you were going to jump in there when I was talking about the 3DS of Vita. There it is, dead. my bad. Yeah. yeah, I totally skipped it. Thank you, sir. Uh, this is also coming from The Verge. Sony has officially stopped producing the PlayStation Vita. We knew this day was coming. Yeah, but this is only in Japan. I mean, it was already dead in Europe and America. They stopped production here. Yeah, they were still selling them over there. I got one in my cart in eBay that's sealed in the box. I'm still... How much is it? Mm, 225 What happened to those eBay coupons? They just vanished. I think that's why it's still in my car, because I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, knowing my dumb ass, I'll jump today. And then it'll be the next weekend. And I'm like, oh, whatever, sure. whatever. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't know how much longer I can wait, because these things are going to start going up in price soon. Yep. Uh, launched in 2011, the Vita never quite caught on around the world, a victim of increased competition from smartphone apps, selling only 16.1 million units. So it wasn't bad, but it wasn't what they wanted to do with it. I love my Vita. I got a bunch of games for it. I know you got a shit ton of games for it. I got a lot of, um, yeah, I got a lot of independent run games on there too. I probably have at this point more independent run games. They on did there. fifty something, I think. There's a shit ton of limited run Vita games. Mm-hmm. There's still this is the final year, so I think uh, this month is going to be the last three from Nipponichi Software America. So I actually ordered all three of those. Those ones that they came out digitally last year for whatever reason. You sent me an article a couple of months ago. People are thinking the Vita, these late Vita RPGs are going to be like the Saturn ones. Somebody that, that no one can get a hold of. It was anymore. the limited run guy. He said, he said not just the RPGs, he said the whole Vita line. Yeah. They said collecting for them are going to be tough because a lot of these were these. Such small print runs. Right. He said they're going to be expensive as hell. So I, I think there's a couple I got in there. That are, there's only like 200 runs on some games. These I limited know. runs, I know they're. they're it's the benefit of having them physical, but mm-hmm. are a lot of them physical only, or are there still ways to play these games digitally? A lot of these you can play still digitally. Okay. That's a good thing. That separates it from Saturn. But at some point, they will probably close that store where you can't buy anything yep. more, but Sony's been pretty good about leaving that store open to re-download your... Yeah, you can still go get PSP games. Yeah, whatever you, you whatever you, you purchase is still yours for mm-hmm. now. So until that day, but I, I got a good feeling even if Sony killed it, they would allow us to download on PC at least one last hurrah. Yeah. You heard the hard drive over there? Yeah. After we were talking about... <sighs> Let me low card down too. The Vita, man, I almost look on the Vita like I do the Dreamcast. Like, it just got bailed on. Because I ate up every single one of those first party games that was coming out. I got Golden uh, Golden Sun. Golden Abyss. I'm looking at Uncharted mm-hmm. right here. Because that's a game we first played on it at that Vita Hill social mm-hmm. club thing. Um... Gravity Rush is one of my all-time favorites, and that yeah. was exclusive to that platform. That was a system seller right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I beat I, it on that console. It was great. My most played Persona game is Four Golden on there. I dove into that yeah. pretty hardcore for about three weeks. Um, okay. Killzone was awesome. I forgot to tell you, somebody made that joke when the iOS remote play. There was like, finally, I can play Persona Five Portable. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first comment. I was dying. That's laughing. great. Does it use the click sticks at all? So um, you could do it. Yeah, it does use them. 
No, no, like the R. No, a lot of the R three L three things always going to be shooters. It's like I can't play Bioshock yeah. on there. It's it's always it's always dash or melee or yeah. some other thing on there. I was about to say it's a lot. Not a lot of Japanese developed games. It's mm. mostly Western stuff that uses mm-hmm. quick sticks like Skyrim, and it's used for crouching and sprinting a lot. Skyrim is it for the Fusora? <laughs> not unless you map it there, I think, <laughs> or connect where you just yell at the camera. Yeah. Oh God! All right, is that it for news? We're going to go into games play. Yeah, we can. How we doing on time there? We're good. We're at 48 minutes. Hey. We're rocking and rolling, baby. Games played. We want to go with uh, Toe Jam and Earl. We can. Our we... Uh, game of the month. That is our game of the month. We fucking beat that shit. <laughs> so we fired this up last week. We streamed yeah. it. Hopefully you guys caught our stream. We had we had nine viewers at one yeah, point. Surprisingly, so. it's a world record for us. That is our highest peak, yeah, isn't it? We've never had double digits on streams. I think we're going to stream it again tonight because that game is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, we unlocked the random world now, so we can actually play something a little bit different than the fixed world. Yeah, so the first level will be that same first level like it always is, and then mm-hmm. we'll take off from there. Dude, this is exactly like I remember feeling playing the Genesis game. This is the closest, like, remake. You know, it's it's the it's the sequel we wanted. It's exactly mm-hmm. what we wanted out of a new Toe Jam and Earl game, to a T. It takes a little bit from everything, because you got the, the new character from 3, and you have some of the gameplay minigame elements from 2. The, uh, what was that, like the hyperspace world where Hyper, you have to... Yeah. Hyperzone. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the that bowl- threw me off a couple times. Shaking shaking stuff for presents was in two. Also, the bowling ball was in two. So. Oh, fuck that bowling ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shaking stuff was in the second one. Mm-hmm. I mean, grab trees and all that. I don't mind that. I've seen a lot of reviews and, and people talking about not liking that element. It's bailed my ass out several times. My thing is I keep forgetting that... Um, that's part of it. Yeah. So I, I got I to gotta remember because you press a square button, you can do the little um, sound effects. The sonar or Sonar whatever. and it yeah. shakes whatever and it can be shake, shaken. So. Uh, so you played as Toe Jam and you're a lot faster than I am. I played yeah. as Earl and died multiple times. Yeah, and what's funny thing is I, don't, I can't eat the bullshit food. I keep accidentally picking up and eating like yeah. soggy cabbage. I'm like, fuck. And I can eat the cabbage <gasps> and the moldy bread yeah. and everything else. Um, it has the stress of the original game, like mm-hmm. where you're, you got shit chasing you and you got nowhere to go and they push you off the fucking level and you drop down. No, that was you, buddy. And for me, it was just that oh, elevator in the middle of, uh, chaos. Boogeyman. Like fucking cow ghost is scary as shit. <laughs> Ooh, like mooing and howling at you mm-hmm. and shit. Music's great. Mm-hmm. The same banter between Toe Jam and Earl's hilarious. <laughs> High five into share health. No, that we accidentally keep doing. I'm like, fuck, get off my health, <laughs> you bitch. You keep taking my shit. Yeah. Some of the presents, we don't really know what they do yet, but that's kind of the joy of the game. It's just mm. figuring out, you know, not Until having a guy. you get that guy fucking and, randomizer. Oh, God, the randomizer destroys. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw in the patch notes, like, there's a patch either coming out or already released. Like, the sharks never really came after us. The sharks are going to be a lot more aggressive. Yeah, because I, well, I saw that you can get the dolphin. And it's a fin up. You don't know if it's a dolphin or a shark. You can tell okay. by the glow on there. Okay. And so, just just for record, hopefully the patch will fix the map thing. The map thing was a glitch. Okay. Or it's not because I, I went back and played later just to see, and the map worked fine. Because when I, when we were playing together, it your map said level zero, zero. the whole time. Yep. It never showed you the tiles. Right. And then on my map, it never showed where you were at or the elevator. Does, right. Did they fix that? When I played it again, it does It does show the location of everything you find. Like, it shows the old man and all that. Dude, like, we yeah. beat it with a handicap. Yeah. We beat it with, like, mm-hmm. half a map. Because it never showed the elevator. We had nope. to remember where the elevator was at because when I started you, you falling. you constantly levels. kept asking me, like, where are you at? I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm like, 
yeah, but I'm directionally chaos, challenged with that kind of shit. Chaos all around me. I'm like, yeah, but, but just, yeah, you're three levels above me, safe in the elevator. I'm like, dude, where was the elevator on this level? I need to find it. Mm-mm. So we beat the game on our first playthrough. We found all the shit pieces of the Rat Master. Was it the Righteous Rat Master rocket ship or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. The game has so much style. I just there's something about that era and that type of game, and it just it's awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna end up. I've been debating what console to get it on. I'm gonna get it on PS4 so we can play when we're not because you're loading up your license here. That's one that I can see us, you know, just getting in an hour, hour and a half, one night, I mean, and, and playing through again. I'm pro. I'm gonna end up getting on everything. Yeah. At some point, so I know I will jump on PC when it goes on sale, which it will probably will at some point. Which will probably be PC like, sale. I'm going to support the PS4 digital one, and then I'm going to pre-order the Switch yeah. physical. From uh, is it limited run doing it? Limited runs doing yeah. it. You have until the end of March, I believe. Yeah, I'll That's jump on it. In that, yeah. I'll jump on it in that time frame. It might be one that comes to Best Buy eventually. I wonder what Russell's going to get it on because we. This is another one that I talked him into spending his money on back in the day. Well, we, if, we you're, if you're getting it. at least one of everything, you'd be fine. Yeah, yeah it, it won't matter, matter then. Yeah. The only one that's uh, odd man out probably. Uh, well, Michael's going to get it on Switch. He said that's what he was waiting on. Yeah. So. So I, we so. approve, right? That's what we're going to stream tonight. Also, yeah, yeah. we're going to do a Twitch and back in the groove. We're also yeah. going to do uh, NFL, some NFL Blitz. So. As long as we don't fuck. Yeah, because we quit early in the last one. No, we saw it all the way through. I just turned off the stream when, <laughs> when I didn't close this out. Redskins and Browns. God. Are we going to go back in with the Redskins? I thought we were the Browns. Were we the Browns? Yeah, because remember oh, it's like... Tim Couch yeah. fucking on his back the whole we time. We almost fucking won that game. Yeah. Double overtime. <laughs> that was a good stream. Yeah. We'll give it another go. I, my blitz anger is over with. Yeah. Uh, the other game I played, I'm almost ashamed to bring this up, but there, we're all friends here. It's not a big deal. I popped back in. Okay, so the game reached its second anniversary, along with the Switch's second anniversary. Mm-hmm. You know what game I'm talking about? It's the Breath of the Wilds. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So I popped it in to see if it needed an update. This was at 9 o'clock one night. I popped in the game. No update needed. I loaded it up. I'm like, I don't even know what's happening. I beat the game last time. Yeah. I, did, I didn't get all the shrines. I didn't get all the corrupts. Did you do the Hero's Path yet with the DLC and all that? I tried the Master Sword DLC. The last time I played that Champion's Ballad stuff was not out yet. Yeah. So I didn't touch any of that. I want to relearn how to play the game again. And it came back to me quicker than I thought it would be. So the first thing I did was go to Zora's Domain, which I, I liked the music in that. And I was just kind of wandering around. Dude, before I knew it, it was three and a half hours later. It was one yeah. o'clock in the morning. I couldn't believe it. I'd done two side quests, two shrine missions. Um, I did this crazy... I, I just forgot how good this game was. This, mm-hmm. this is this became my all-time favorite game. This is the best game I've ever played. And diving back into it, I, I, get, I got that sensation all over again of the discovery and the characters and just the care they put in intertwining all the stories. Like I was just running around in Zora's Domain and these two kids come by me. And I'm like, what the hell are they doing? So I follow him. There's an adult Zora, like, he's working on something. You just see him going to town, and you talk to him, and he's like, uh, when the Varuta, the, you know, the Guardian right there, the, mm-hmm. what are they called? Is it the Guardians? I, I've been reading a bunch of Halo lore, too. I don't know now. It's been so long since I've yeah. played that game. You know, I kind of just... Four, got, I think they are Guardians. I just got in and out, so I don't remember. The Divine Beast. Divine Beast, yeah. So right after the Divine Beast went crazy, and all the, all the elephant spray went everywhere... His wife had left. She was fishing that morning. She never came back. So he's like working overtime. The kids are crying because they don't have their mom. So my quest is to find the mom. And we're at Zora's Domain, so she could be anywhere along the Zora's River all the way down to Lake Hylia. Mm-hmm. So then there I go, off exploring. I'm just I'm just wandering along and all the things that come into that. The 
the Bokoblin camps and all that stuff. Yeah. And I eventually found her. It was like an hour and a half later. She was in Lake, Lake Hillia. And that was just the end of the mission. And yeah. got my rupee reward. And it's just that world is so freaking huge. And I realized what I want to do. I want to do the, the DLC. But uh, one of the things I really want to do is I struggled so much in the beginning. Like enemies would kill me so quickly. I mm-hmm. didn't quite know how to play the game. I want to go back to those initial areas now that I have good armor, good equipment, things like that. I want to experience the game with more stamina. You know what I mean? I've got food now. I know how to cook stamina yeah. stuff. I know how to cook strength stuff. I know how to cook ice prevention. And I've got better armor and all that. I want to go back to those initial areas and explore them a little bit more and, and see what's in there. Yeah. That's my other gameplay. That Breath of the Wild is something else, man, still. I think we'll be talking about that game for years to come. Even though we're getting a traditional Zelda in Link's Awakening the end of this year that's the one uh, the one i'm looking forward to i can't wait i mean i want to play some traditional you said you were ready for some traditional zelda mm-hmm. what else have you played sir those are my games yeah, i'm still pissed on the on, uh, majora's mass no not majora's mass uh twilight princess um i fell off of that we were all playing it together what two years ago mm-hmm. you beat it i fell off of it hardcore it got t- to the end where it just felt like it was just going on for too long i felt like that as far as i got into it i have been getting the itch to play wind waker I fucking love Wind Waker. McLeod's been on the podcast saying he didn't want to play Wind Waker or, uh, what's the other one? Skyward Sword. He's like, I think a Switch port's coming. I'm pretty sure a Switch port is pretty far off for both of those games. It would be safe for us to fire one up if we wanted to do a Game Club game. Wind Waker would be fun, man. I've never beat Wind Waker. I love Wind Waker. It's your favorite. Yeah, it is my favorite Zelda game. People give me shit. I don't give a fuck. What do they give you shit for? I don't know. You know, it's the cartoony one. So well, some top at the time, it. that one caught a lot of shit. But especially now with the HD remake, mm-hmm. it's it's beloved. You heard people freak out every time we go to the concert and they see that music fire up there. They're all over it. What games have you played, sir? Um, mine was a simple week. I'm a simple, simple week. You wrapped up two games. Simple week for simple man. Yep. Outside of that, I, I finally finished Tales. No Moss Vesperia? 45 hours, yeah. 45 hours? Mm-hmm. What are you going to go into after this one? Um, Right now, well... Well, the, before you go into something else, where does it rank on your all-time Tales list? Five. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people love, love this one. It just didn't... It's not up there, up there. It has some pacing issues for me. Okay. Um, I think if I would have sat through and played it when it came out originally on the 360, I probably wouldn't it been higher for me. I played tons of Tales games afterwards. So it's kind of a better representation of its era? To me it is. Yeah. There's, um, been, there's just been, what, seven or eight games since then? I mean, because after, Vis- well, after Vesperia, we were going through that drought where we're probably never going to get another Tales game again. Then they had Tales of Grace come out in... And I bought that one, so we got more Tales games after that. <laughs> <laughs> they had Tales of Grace come out in Japan on the Wii. Remember, that had so many errors, and they couldn't patch that game. So they ended up doing the Tales of Grace F. F. That's and the one I have. That was the one they put it had to come out on the Wii and PS3 in, in Japan, and I think it only came out on PS3 here. PS3 here. Um, which we never got Tales of Grace. Are there any Tales games on Wii at all? Uh, Symphonia Dawn. New Dawn, Ad, yeah. New Dawn or whatever it's called. The sequels. I never beat any of this Tales sequels for whatever reason. Uh, I need to like Zillia 2 and all those? Mm-hmm. Are any of them worth it? Zillia 2 is supposed to be really good. Okay. I, I really enjoyed Zillia. That one was surprisingly good. Is it in your top five? That is in my top five. What is your numero uno Tales game? I it, feel like we've done this before. Yeah, it is. And I it, forget. It that. always goes back and forth because it's always, for me, it's always either Tales of the Abyss or Tales of Symphonia. Gotcha. Um, they're very close. 
it just all depends because I, I when I fired up Tesla Symphony HD on the PS3, I sat there for ten hours almost straight and you were doing that on PS Now, right? No, 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 it was on PS Now. They had at a, at one point they had a lot of Tales games on PS Now, but they delisted de- all those. So, so they come and go from PS Now, just like uh, Xbox Game mm-hmm. Pass and all that. Okay, right? Yeah, I, I just don't think they uh, advertise it as such. So, yeah. sorry. You had some news? No. Hot breaking news. No, my it's. Right uh, I apologize about the silence. Uh, it, my uh, dead air. My bank banking establishment always texts me when my uh, how much money I have left in my account, and I thought I read that wrong. I was like, oh, that's a lot. Scared lot, you or a lot less than I thought it would be. <laughs> so I had to go back and double check, and it was fine. You're so, good to go. Oh yeah, yeah. Excellent. My apologies, everyone. Listener, stand out. Cesar has all his dinero for now. Um, outside of that, uh, the way I can describe Tales of Despair, and I won't go into much details, and I can actually talk about it more since I've eaten it, and I can kind of get my thoughts on it. And I don't want to go too much into it because you're playing it. Um, I'm pretty sure Michael's already played it and beat it, if I'm not mistaken. And this might yes. be a replay through. Yes, this is a replay through for him. Um, it, and he might be able to add on more when he gets back. Uh, the way that the story's broken down is broken down in three acts. Um, and what's cool that I do, the characters are enjoyable. Um, they're great. I have no issues with the characters. Uh I wasn't a big fan of the first act, and what was cool about it, that each act has a different boss, so there's not a, like an overarching boss. There is one on there, but you don't actually fight it. Um, it's more like vignettes, long vignettes. Well, I mean, there's there's a one, there's a danger out there, but it's not like you're, it's not like a Final Fantasy game where you have to fight the danger, like right. oh, you gotta attack this Except space all, alien or whatever thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like each there's each act, and each enemy has a is is different in each act, and it pertains to the act itself. Okay, so. No, my phone's blowing up. Um, so I don't know. The first act was it started out fun and it kind of ended, uh, and then the second act. Uh, and so it just wasn't consistent. All I don't know. Time. The pace, some pacing issues for me. Um, the gameplay was solid though. Oh, gameplay's fine. It, you know, I, I had to do a learning curve on the gameplay because I'm used to the Tales games currently, and they're a lot faster than that one is. I've noticed how to run around. I'm like, what the fuck's taking so long? It's like when I play Tales Slow-mo. of. Uh, and this is where we start with the areas again. Verse area. Um, it's a lot quicker. It's more fast paced, and that's the way they pushed it. And that's just the way it is now. I think that's how the series is now. Right. When they did Zestaria and Basaria, and it could be because those are those are intertwined story wise. It's that that's why they play like that. I'm just used to that. They announced a new one too. Did we talk about that? Uh, was it Cristeria or whatever it was on the phones? Um, and we're supposed to be getting it too. So I don't are you going to count the phone one? Uh, no. In official never, tales lore. I no, because it's like a like the world of mythology is like a. They get all of them to unite, and I'm like... Mm. Like World of Final Fantasy? Yeah. It's some, some kind of offshoot. And so-and-so shows up. It's cool, because, I mean, you get to see these characters again, but it's not like it's canon or anything like right, that. Right, right. But, uh... It's not a full-blown Portable Tales experience. Right. But, yeah, I, I think that part's cool. There's there's a part that I really per- uh, perked my interest in the third act, where you have to go and you get these, uh, they call them spirits, and it pertains... I don't know if they've done it to other games. I don't... So... There, there's that. Let me get on this one point on here. I don't know if they've done it on other games, but I remember I'm also playing Tales of Eternia on PSP, mm-hmm. and then you have to recruit these spirits, and a lot of these spirits you're recruiting in Vesper are the same spirits from that game. Oh, cool! And so it kind of piqued my interest. So you're going through, and you're like, oh, Udini and Gnome and Sylph and Ifrit. I, I can't think for the life of me the, uh, if they were in any, any uh, in the uh, any other other Tales games. I can't. So. 
I thought that I, that third act kind of piqued my interest when you were doing that part on there. At um, least it finished strong. Yeah, it, it finished great. Um, the one thing that I've noticed of playing all these Tales games is always something destroying that world. It's always something from space. It's, it, I was looking at it, I was like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't know if it's because I've been playing so many of these and I'm looking at it, it's like it's not very different. The newer ones are kind of different story-wise, so I'm, I'm okay with it, but... It's I like don't know. these these mid two thousands are always uh, yeah Genova. I think if I yeah basically I think if I if I would have played this when it came out I probably would, would have been thought of it more fondly. Yeah, it came of its an era. See, of its era. It just the whole PS three thing was bullshit. So that's all it was. It's because you had that uh, thing where it's like I we didn't know if we we're gonna get it for PS three. We didn't, but it was a more complete game. Yeah. Um, also, note every Tales games has an I freed in there. It's kind of like their version of Sid, and it's always a pirate. Um, Patty is in this one. Um, you can play this game completely without Patty, but her story is pretty fucking cool. Uh, for so if anybody else is playing Tales of Vesperia, it's worth going after her. Is she's an no, optional it, party member? She's, or what? she's mandatory. It's like she's mandatory in the party, and she, there's stuff she adds to the story that it felt like she should have been there the whole time. So, so it, she was not in the initial one. It was cut out. She was not in the 361. Okay. I think there was something pertaining to where they looked in the. If you search a drawer somewhere, they may say, like, "Oh, there's a pirate outfit in here," and it was like pertaining to her at the time. Before it, I mean, they found it previously after that game came out on PS3. Gotcha. So, but I mean, it's not necessary to have her in the party. And it's not going to really take away from anything. But her her story bit was pretty fucking cool. I kind of find it hard to, for me at least, to play that game without her in there. But what made it memorable? Um, I don't want to go into it because the way you, I mean, her, her, her story, and I'm trying to do this without doing any spoilers, um, it's, it's just really good. There's something in the background and then there's a, it's, it kind of adds to the over, over an arc, arcing tale they have of it. Gotcha. So like, kind of like, um, about how human lives and this, it's a whole, I don't want to go see, I'm not going to talk about it cause I'm not going to dance it. I'm not going to dance around it. So, I mean, there's good overarching story type, um arcs in there dealing with these characters and what they go through hers was pretty was pretty good and unique let's put it that way there's a twist in the end with her story very cool um outside of that i finally beat the bioshocks so i was hoping you would beat it <laughs> so we can go more detail about how it. how long is it eight hours that's not bad no I've got like two hours into both versions that i fired up and tried to optimize dude i get lost in optimizing pc games that's the downfall. It's, it's yeah. a game within the game. And you'll you'll go back and re-optimize it when you get your new monitor. Because everything's yep. going to look different. And you're going to have to sit there and play with and see which one looks better and runs better. It's, it's, it's never ending. I got my eye on one. I just can't pull the trigger. We had a listener email and I cannot find it. It's I'll, awful. I'll find it in a minute. I know what you're talking about though. It's the left for left alive one. Yeah. Did I delete it? What happened? I'll look at it in a minute. Let me finish up with the Bioshock. All right. So, I won't go into much details because you're still going through Bioshock. Mm-hmm. You plan on finishing it? Yes. All right. Cool. Because this is a, uh, that is a huge game of shame like we've talked about. I actually got it done. Uh, this is I, the first time you beat the first one, right? Yeah. I played it before on PS3 and I stopped at some point where you were getting close to, and you know who Andrew Ryan is, right? Yeah, he's talking to me, yeah. so I do know that part. So, which I assumed would be the end of the game, which actually was only not even the halfway point in the game. Oh, wow. So, I got to it, I'm like, oh, okay. And I got to this point, and I'm like, oh, fuck, there's still more. There's a there's a plot twist in there, which was pretty good. I won't go into details about it. Then you go into the second half of the game. Um, I still... I like it. It's cool. 
the dark atmosphere, I'm fine with it. It's not scary, but the can, watery. You can you can hear the 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 splashes running around, and it's kind of like gives you an eerie effect because you don't yeah. know where they're coming from. But it's not over the top like they're trying to fuck you over. And it's not survival like horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I like the environment. It's I mean, you're looking at it, and you've seen as far as I've gotten. They built this underworld, uh, underwater city that's been there for maybe like a utopia. Utopia, great. Mm-hmm. That's been there for what? How many years? I don't remember the context. Yeah. Uh, well, they put the statue on there for, for 1945 because you made it. It was right made, after the war. Yeah. yeah. They made that point. It was November 5th, 1945. And I think if you looked around in the very beginning levels, you see that they celebrate the 1960 New Year's. And that's where, I guess, from that point, something happened. Something goes wrong. Right. And I won't go into details about it because you'll go on through and you and it doesn't. They, they leave around these tape recorders that kind of give you backstory on these different characters and people in that in that world and mm-hmm. what they had to go through and you see where there's certain figures in that game um, tend to uh, start go certain ways and then you see how the environment became and how these people became these splicers right and why they are what they are how the civilization derailed and right took and, a left and most of it was power plays because you, you see the same where you separate from the world and you, they, you've seen Andrew Ryman on there they didn't they wanted to make a, a, a utopia your word mm-hmm. uh, that was away from God that was away from government that was you know that morals yeah they their own their own world. Right. They didn't have to answer to anybody. Right. And the problem with that is, and you'll see it in there, is that you'll see something like that seems too perfect, and there's always power plays. And then that's what you, as you go through there, you, you find all the players. Some okay. of them will surprise you, some of them won't. Um, but there's a couple of good twists in that game. It plays out pretty well. And I think the the cool thing in that game that separates it from other shooters is the plasmids. So you get the different powers. The different, Yeah. Because they, they'll, they'll let you do different like puzzles or like traps you'll, you'll see like these oil barrels sitting on there so you can set on fire you can do stuff that's electricity you can so do some of the same kind of environmental stuff I've been doing with Zelda where you can it's kind of free flowing you can decide yeah, what you well, want to do it, it's more I think a, as you would you would uh, lovingly call it like uh, Gears of War like set pieces there's certain areas where they they set up stuff that you know splashers are there that you can kind of manipulate or something's coming through that like okay I need to get over here so it's like they kind of set it up that um that way you can kind of it's there though it's not like it's random it's not like Zelda where it's random you can stuff randomly happens in that right. area so but I, I think that's the biggest uh, feature in there and it, it does tell a good story on there it's something at that time when it came out was uh as Hollywood as Hollywood can get it was something like you would see movie caliber that's because remember that PS3 360 generation we started seeing that um narrative telling is when it started coming mm-hmm. and growing up a lot because you had Uncharted you had yep Bioshock um. I can't Gears. Gears was a good one, yep. Um, I still remember that Gears 2 scene with Maria. I can yeah. still never forget it. Uh, that's still one of the games I still remember to this day. I'm craving River, man. I want to play some Horde on River. <laughs> Gotta hopefully, love Hopefully they'll put it in 5, man. 5's coming this year, so. Um, I think I'd put it in 5. It makes sense. Second one. Yeah. Yeah. Moss Gears. But I liked it. Hopefully, yeah, you just need to go through it so we can talk about the story a little bit more. Um, I think... Out of the context of all three games, I did fire up the second one, so mm-hmm. I'll go in a little bit more. Um, this, and without going into details, this one you, you kind of find a reason to go back into um, Rapture, um, and it's several, several years later. Um, so there's one character that you meet in the first one later on in the game, 
that person is in this one. Okay. So I guess that's the connection to it. Cool. And what they did in that first game kind of pertains to the second game. You're going there for a specific reason. The only difference is that instead of there being big daddies, you saw these. Um, I don't. I think they call them little sisters. I don't think they're. That I'm getting confused with the Billy Idol song. Either way, <laughs> um, without I haven't gotten that far that much farther into it. About an hour in there, it's definitely a better looking game. It, it, it oh. does. It, you'll see it's a big graphic. I think Bioshock looks amazing. It looks yeah. It looks. Don't get me wrong. It looks good. Yeah. You're playing the better one because it has the better sounds uh, on there. The console ones have that little weird 120. It's very crackling. Really asshole. Yeah. They patched it into the remasters on PC. They didn't do it for the consoles uh, for whatever reason. Gotcha. But yeah, I played a little bit of that one. I'll probably go through. I'm going to go through all of them again. I still think, right as of right now, that Bioshock Infinite had the best story. I know you're digging. You're a big fan of Infinite. The story in that one was it. really, really good. Yeah, the, you can tell that. Because remember, remember Kevin Le, Levine? Levine? Levine. Levine. Ken, Ken Levine? It's Kevin? It's Ken. Ken? Ken? Ken Levine. Yeah. Uh, it's too he many, brought us uh, too many K's and V's. In Bioshock there. Vita. Oh, God. He announced it and never came to. True. It was apparently supposed to be like a Final Fantasy Tactics style thing, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. a prequel story. Mm. But um, we'll never know. You can tell that uh, there was a big jump in the his storytelling in that one, so it's way way better. There's I can't wait to play Infinite again. There's so many good twists in there, and I'm I'm going through it all again. The whole reason why I'm going through it all again is because I never played the Barrel C DLC. Yeah, and. I figured I would enjoy it more if I actually went through the whole Rapture story, even though technically 2 is not canon, because when he made 1, he didn't make 2. Um, 2K felt that they had to do in that world, and he didn't argue with it. He's like, I understand why. You know, the first one so well, they had to right. come up with something quickly. But uh, That's he, when you had all those 2K studios. You had, like, mm, 2K Marin and... Australia. Yep. Digital Clips had it on 2K China. Um, they were everywhere. And this was also the era where, you know, the, the jokingly Call of Duty copy-and-paste era, remember? Yep. Shoehorn multiplayer yeah. into something. Mm-hmm. So, and then outside of that, the the last game I'll talk about that I played um, this week was, uh, and we talked about it earlier in the remote plays, uh, Phoenix Wright. Yeah. So I, I got, I ordered the... Love that game. I played this, I played them all, the original trilogy on DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember playing the first one, and I thought it was fantastic. I used to play that in bed. I would rather play that than go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, kept you up oh yeah yeah. the story the stories were always and you played it the humor on there is great it's funny it's well written on the pop culture um, I, I don't know if it, I'm, I'm curious if it plays the same in the Japanese one I doubt it I'm sure they had to change a lot on there but the humor is pretty good I, yeah. I know they changed it to the United States and the American one um, yeah, but they still had some of the like the you know the samurai still samurai show and all that yeah, stuff yeah, on there yeah. it's like some the, the, the tropes in there were in there um Ah, oh, God, I really fucking love this game. I kind of fell off after... Because I beat 1, 2, and 3 in the DS. Mm-hmm. And I remember going through 1, and I remember when they announced 2 was coming out. And it came out in Japan first, but I found out that it had the English option. So I actually imported that one for PlayAsia. I didn't wait for the American release. I have that one as well. Yeah. That was in my PlayAsia history. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I bought the third one as well. I think I went back and bought the American ones when they came out, because just to support them when they did come out. Right. Because at that, you know, when we came out on 3DS, we never got a physical copy again. They're digital on yeah. 3DS. Yeah. So that, and to make a long story short, is which is why I ordered the physical copies for the PS4 and the Switch versions. And I, and I never beat, I've beaten four uh, I didn't beat five and six, the new trilogy, for whatever reason. Um, are those available here? Yeah, those are in 3DS. Okay. Yeah, those are digital ones. Um, I, four was pretty good. 
I don't know. For whatever reason, I just never felt like going back into that world. I tried. I started out five a little bit, and they did a huge time jump. Because, like, in this one, uh, Phoenix is, like, 24. And then I think when you get to five, he's, like, 35. Okay. So they, they jump into, like, 20, 28 or he's something like, like that. He's, like, homeless in one of them, isn't he? The fourth one. Okay. Yeah, something happened in the story where um, he presented some faulty evidence he didn't know about. And uh. he got disbarred. So... That was the whole thing. So it's his redemption story in the second arc. Basically, yeah. I mean, then he has an adopted daughter, and then it, there's a lot of stuff that happens in the back back end. So gotcha. And then that's how he gets his uh his agency back. So, but yeah, it's pretty good. I'm going I'm going through it on the PS4 this time. Um, it looks great. Uh, I'm sure it probably looks just as as great on the Switch one as well. Mm-hmm. With Doctor undocked. I think I played the undocked one too. So Shouldn't be fun. too graphically yeah. intensive. It's not. I, I I'm mean, waiting on uh, Steam on this one. I think I'm gonna, this is going to be one yeah. I carry around on the PC because I know my PC will run it. Yep. Yeah, and shouldn't have any issues running it. The things on most things. Um, yeah. But it's pretty good. I'm already on uh, the third case because remember you had the prologue, the first one, and then you had the first real case, mm-hmm. and then this is the second one. This is the Steel Samurai one. And then I'll have the last one and then the the bonus one. Yeah. Fucking music's great, man. I love I'm it. it over here. Was it Itawada? I think, wrote it. He's the one who did the Grandia music, and oh. he did a lot of Super Nintendo-type music, Super NES RPGs also. Yeah, that soundtrack for that game's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And it's on Spotify. We're listening to it in pre-production. Yeah. I think we might have a mic test of it. Maybe our sound check <laughs> at the end of the episode. If Possibly. Are, if anybody anybody has been listening past the uh, outro, we always mm-hmm. have a, an outtake or a sound check at the end of it. So that's part of my next game I was going to finish up on. And it's like yeah. you said, you asked me that earlier. So since I beat Tails... I went through, and I, I typically, this is how I do it. I do it, not all the time, but this is how I do it. I do an RPG, do a regular game, and then I go back to an RPG. That way I don't, I no, found, no, no. I find if I do that, I don't burn myself out, and then I don't stop playing an RPG a third of the way through it. And Let's then do I'm a like, Halo game. Let's do a Halo game in between. Well, I mean, I'm technically doing two in between, because I got Bioshock, and then I jumped into Bioshock 2, and then I got I'm Phoenix Wright. Right. But I can do either one. It doesn't matter because I don't play my Xbox often anyways. we got to throw some Apex in there too and uh, PUBG. Yeah, March it? 21st is my last win. I can't go a year. i got to get another win. <laughs> oh, need shit. need to taste that chicken dinner. Yeah, right. It's done. Yeah. We'll never that win again. That shit probably sailed. <laughs> we'll never win again. We need, a, we, we need a fucking full squad. We can never get a full squad. Nope. We always need four because yeah. we always get mowed down by four people. Yep. Exactly. But this is everything I played this week. So, yep, simple man. See if you can find that email real quick because it is escaping me. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was rescinded or what. We had a listener email. We'd like to read it out for y'all. This is a thing that's happening. So, do not see it. Dead air, dead air, dead air. <laughs> We may just have to come back to it next week. We should. Yeah, we'll come back to it next week. I mean, we should have did this in pre-production. Apologies, everyone. And just had it out there. But I think we just realized that we remembered it. So. Yep. All right. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram as No Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can catch this podcast on Apple iTunes. Yep. Spotify. Google Play Store. Stitcher. Overcast. And our host site. SoundCloud. Yes. Uh, episode will be up uh, Monday or Tuesday, and we're probably going to stream after this. Our streams are usually on Twitch as no podcast, mm-hmm. 
but we also broadcast on Mixer occasionally. Yep. Next time we do Xbox, we'll probably do Mixer. Or, yeah. Because I found out our capture camera, that Logitech mm -hmm. 920, plug it into the Xbox, good to go. Yep, I love it when they did the update since the um, Kinect died, so. God bless Windows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I don't have the $500 adapter that you plug into the Xbox One S. I'm, which I'm glad I bought before. I you didn't jump wisely. Yeah. We could have got free ones. We could have qualified for the damn free ones. Mm -hmm. never I was a month late on the free one. That's why. Naturally. Yeah. I think we got our S's at the same time too. We both got that Halo bundle. I believe. This is true as well. Yep. So if Master Chief Collection comes to, um, well, it's already in Game Pass. If all right, they're talking about you know Halo stuff coming up. If it comes to the Play Anywhere thing, mm. we'll have it on PC. That'll yep. be glorious. Yep, because I have a digital copy of it, yep. Yep. I got a digital copy of Gears also, so. Me too. And Forza's. Did you get that Gears 4 um, CD keys when I sent you? Mm, I already yeah. had the digital copy of Gears. You already had four? Mm -hmm. I know we have Gears Ultimate, and I have all the digital copies of the two and three. And Judgment, I think. Everyone should have that. They were giving out the whole Gears catalog when mm -hmm. uh, four was coming yeah, out. I think it was bad enough you were just sitting there and texting everybody like, I have all these. Is I have codes for everybody, yeah. Because yeah. every time we bought something, it was like, here's some Gears codes. <laughs> Take these gears codes with you. Gears 4 comes out. <laughs> Alright, is that it for us, sir? That'll be it. We we uh, filled up a respectable 1 hour and 20 minutes. Surprisingly. Not bad for the two of us. Yep. Your deep dive into Bioshock and my Breath of the Wild reminiscing. We and a, news. It was a lot of news. And we took away uh, what movie you could have watched. That too. <laughs> Alright, what are we going to do? Blitz or uh, Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove? It's going to take too much time to do Blitz. We're going to do one or the other because it's already 11 o'clock. It's 11 o'clock. Let's do Toji and Monroe. Yeah. We know it's set up. And that Toji and is going to fucking take forever. So. Yep. But I'm, I'm really craving that one. Blitz mm -hmm. will always be there. It's been there since 2000. <laughs> <laughs> it's needed an updated roster. Yep. Oh, God, man. If somebody somebody needs to do God's work and put those rosters out there. The Cam Newtons. Now I can get a... The Matt Ryans. Get the Steelers with Antonio Brown. He's probably not going to be there anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the most recent update. Antonio Brown with somebody oh, yeah. else. With Lamont Bell. <laughs> Alright guys, thanks for joining us this week and we'll catch you next week. Adios. Bye. Fucking perfect, hold on, put this sleeping up on it.